Welcome back. Good to have you. We are uh, in downtown Milwaukee. We don't get down here very often, to be quite honest with you. Even though uh, the show kind of emanates from Waukesha, we don't get to downtown Milwaukee very often when it comes to doing the show. But we are on the actual Riverwalk. And if you're watching on the Bud Light live stream, uh, right there is the Riverwalk. And uh, coming up tomorrow night, they're going to have uh, now the umbrellas will be open and the patio will be uh, more suited and set up. But uh, right here where we're at, at the Northern Lights uh, Photo Studio and Event Center, right next to the Screaming Tuna uh, on Seaboth Street, uh, they're going to have music here tomorrow night. They're going to start the, the concert series, or uh, the acoustic series, I guess is the best way to put it, where they're going to have uh, some small musicians and small voices, so to speak, not big bands, but just a couple of individuals that are going to go down and play some music, some cocktails. The uh, patio opens up tomorrow night uh, between 4.30 and 10.30. It's first come, first serve receiving. Uh, but uh, the music gets underway at 6 o'clock, and live music with a view, as they call it. And the seats and everything, it's, it's awesome out there. Uh, all the couches and stuff uh, and the cushions and stuff aren't outside right now. They're all stacked up inside here, but it's a great space. It really is, and it's completely underutilized and underdiscovered in downtown Milwaukee. And they're big supporters of the motorcycle ride in Fisher House, and the space that we're in is, is tremendous. So thanks to them for having us down here, and uh, it's it's, uh, I, I look forward to making uh, making my way down here a couple of times this season, this summer. Looking, and once they get, because I know right now you can look on the live stream and you can see where the orange, um, the float flotation devices are that are out there because they're keeping all the, I don't know, like the debris and such off of the, uh, in, out of this area. They just dredged it. And so they dredged it all up. They sucked up all the blech. And what they're going to do is they're going to lay a membrane down over it to keep it from building back up. And then they're going to put the docks back in. And then you can put big boats and such in here. And I'm looking forward to coming down on my boat and docking here and grabbing a little food and listening to some music. So I'm, I'm, I'm anxious for this uh, for this boating season to get underway. But uh, thanks to them for you know having us down here. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. If you want to find us, please feel free to go ahead and do so. And there's the view of the inside. I'm um, sitting right in front of the bar right now, and there's some big spaces and such off to my left and right. Uh, if you're interested in taking a peek, they have a really cool upstairs as well in this place. But uh, but there you go. A couple of views of the joint. Really high ceilings, and they have all kinds of crazy uh, controllable lighting in here and things. And, man, it's just, it's just such a neat space. So, anyway. Um, we were talking before about the Packers and the expectations. And before we went to break, uh, we had a caller, Bruce from Madison, and he talked a little bit about, you know, draft choices and such and the expectations and, and really not having high expectations and what happens if things are bad. You still end up with a first-round draft choice and a high one. Plus, if, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers plays quite a few snaps over there in New, New York, then the Packers end up with their draft choice as well. Um, this can be – I mean, a couple of things. First and foremost, what you need right now – is you need to start getting the because this Jordan Love draft, right? The 2020 draft is a make or break draft for Brian Gutekunst based upon Jordan Love, right? But the guys from last year, this year, the 2021 class, they got to be impactful as well. Eric Stokes coming back, he had a really good rookie season coming back from that ankle injury. Uh, Deshaun Watson, or Deshaun, uh, Christian Watson, Romeo Dubs, they need to play well. Zach Tom, 
another guy in that mix, adding depth, Sean Ryan, adding depth to that offensive line, right? you got to have Quay Walker, Devontae Wyatt from last year step up and make that second-year, you know, uh, kind of advanced play, so to speak. So for this, the last few drafts to really be impactful for Brian Gutekinds and for this team to be considered to be on a right path would then mean that Jordan Love is good or better than average and those players that I just kind of rolled through they start to become impact players and that the youth of this team starts to grow together and become impactful, right? And that is going back to Bruce's commentary and getting additional draft choices. That's even, that would then be an indicator that the team's even more on the right path. Now, if love stinks and Sean Ryan doesn't amount to much, and God forbid Devontae Wyatt or Quay Walker. Quay Walker just can't figure out the run game. And the defense is getting dump trucked. And, you know, Lucas Van Ness is all physique. He looks like Tarzan, plays like Jane. If all of that starts to happen, well, then it's just a, a horrible miscalculation. And ultimately it's going to cost Gudikins and everybody else their jobs. Right? So, yes, uh, I it, it's time that you start to see this the drafts of recent history start to really become fulfilling when it comes to when it comes to Gutekinds in this team because you're relying on some of the young guys, yes, but and also it's it's the validation of the draft and it's a lot of it's going to be Jordan Love, absolutely. Uh, and then uh, you know, and JJ, you're right. One of the biggest decisions coming into this season, going out of this season, is going to be who's going to end up replacing David Bakhtiari. Over there at the uh, left tackle position. Because good left tackles don't grow on trees. They're very tough to find. And you may not even have the replacement left tackle right now on this team. You know, right? Think about it. You may be relying upon maybe getting somebody uh, via free agency. Or, God forbid, if David Bakhtiari would want to do it, restructuring. But he's owed a lot of money next year, and I can't imagine that the Packers are just going to say, sure, no problem. It's just, as a matter of fact, I know they're not. I know they're not. But they got some, not just this year, but they've got some next year decisions to make and some things that need to kind of pan out, so to speak. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Jason says, yeah, it's a crapshoot. Uh, not sure Murphy makes that change before he is done. Gudikins will not fire himself. Uh, if the team goes south, yeah, you make that you make that call. We the the one thing that Brian or that Brian Bob Harlan wanted when he left was that everything was settled. It may not be perfect, but everything was settled. It, at least the team was on the tracks, seemingly heading in the right direction. Right, that was the one thing that that he wanted. I got to think that Mark Murphy's thinking the same thing. You want to make sure when he's done and this team is hosting the draft and then he's going to ride off into the sunset a couple of years later that everything is is settled. You've got your head coach, you've got your coordinators, you've got your general manager, you've got your your next in line that everything, you know, everything is on the right path that the next in line 
doesn't have to come in and start making mass changes or go on a, a coaching search or a GM search, that you've got your guy. So it's a big proving year for a lot of people in a lot of different, uh, a lot of different ways. 877-867-1670. Um, William says, and what if things go well? Why is it only negative day after day after day? What if they do go well? What if they do go well? I think you look at what can go well. It's You know what? Here's the reason why, William. Because it's easy to sit here and say all the things that are going to be great. Because then what do you have to – what you know, I, look, it's not negative. It's reality. Right? It's a reality. There's certain things that I believe are going to be good. There's certain things that are questionable and certain things that you can look at and say it may not be as good. I'll tell you I'll, – I'll give you examples. Okay, let's do this. I'll give you examples right now. So when it comes to the Packers, I look for Christian Watson and Romeo Dubs to take the step forward. Christian Watson specifically because he has to, right? Second over, second round draft choice, tons of speed, big arms, wide wingspan, had the had the very prolific drop to start the season last year, and then bounced back. But it had some injury issues. Romeo Dobbs had some injury issues. Samari Torrey had injury issues. So a lot of things have to go right, and these guys have to get back and really kind of prove themselves. Okay, so there's a little bit of a question mark there. Jordan Love, huge question mark, right? You know the positive, you got a really solid offensive line. Barring injury with Bakhtiari and Elton Jenkins and Josh Myers, John Runyon, Zach Tom, uh, Yash Nyman, they've all got experience. They've all been there, done that. Very solid, very veteran offensive line. Zach Tom being the youngest of the group. Yash Nyman probably fighting for that right tackle position, but very, very good, solid group uh, uh, on the offensive front, which in, in offensive football at times means everything, okay, just to have a good protection. Then you've got a very solid – uh, running back tandem, and Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon, they've been there. They've done that. A.J. Dillon coming off a little bit of down year. You're kind of hoping that he bounces back, has a really good year. Aaron Jones continues to be Aaron Jones. Everybody stays healthy. So for all intents and purposes, then you add in the new guy like Jaden Reed, uh, Grant DuBose, right, uh, Wicks. You've got a little bit more depth to choose from for some of the young guys, the youth movement, if you will, more speed, slot receivers. You've got guys like that. Then you've added some talented uh, players in the tight end position. But you still, they're still unknowns because they haven't proven they – haven't, they haven't taken one snap in the NFL yet. You don't know what they're going to do. But the projections are pretty good. If you want to look at the positive side and you want me to blow sunshine, sunshine up your ass, here you go. Luke Musgrave, for all intents and purposes, had it not been for the injury, he probably would have been a much higher draft choice. But the Packers got him. They're thrilled to get him. Everybody in Packerland is thrilled to get him. Things are good. Things are good. Then you've got the depth on the defense. You've got Kenny Clark still anchoring the middle. He's a pro bowler. you got T.J. Slayton hoping to take the next step forward. Devontae Wyatt, who looked really good at the end of the season after his rookie campaign, really starting to get a couple of meaningful snaps and looked rather dominant in doing so. Okay? Big time. So you got a lot of good stuff there. Then what you do have in the positive side is you've got a guy like um, Quay Walker. He's got a year under his belt. He he looked pretty good, especially in pass coverage. He could go sideline to sideline. He looked like a hitter, but he didn't excel in a run game. So on the positive side, you would figure second year, next step, moving up, understanding it, he's going to get better via the run game. 
The big question marks are going to come with Rashawn Gary, who's got a tremendous track record. He's gotten better every year, but he's coming back off of an ACL injury. How good is he going to be when he comes back? You want to look at the positive and say, man, great to get Rashawn Gary back. But if you look in the reality, on the negative side of things, the negative is it usually takes a guy the year after he comes back from an ACL injury to really be good again. Because it just it just doesn't feel right. It's different. It it's stiff. It it's you don't have the same mobility. Your mind messes with you a little bit. You're trying to get the same speed and flexibility and everything down. Okay, because basically all you've been doing in the off season is rehabbing and not really concentrating on your football stuff, but more so rehabbing a knee. Uh, Stokes the ankle. Last time we saw him doing meaningful things last year was he had screws and, and pins hanging out of his ankle and hanging out of his skin. This year the optimism was, oh look, he's at the OTAs. He's on the football field. He's doing a few drills. He's not ready yet, but that's a very optimistic side. He had a tremendous rookie campaign. Going into last season, didn't start off real well. Then he got hurt, and now you wait and see. So you've added some depth on the defense. Joe Barry's there for continuity, but we always also know that Joe Barry is still there, and that can be a very negative thing. So you don't really know. So it's not being negative. There's just a lot of reality there. And then you look at the kicking game and special teams. Keyshawn Nixon, tremendous upgrade. You're optimistic. You're hopeful. Can he pick up where he left off last year? That would be fantastic. But you also don't know what your kicking game is going to be like. Accurate, not accurate, cost you points, get you points. Deeper, touchbacks, special teams gets better. Who knows? We don't know. We don't know. There's your breakdown. There's your breakdown. It is what it is. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. If you want to shoot us a note or call, you can. Hey, our friends at Kane & Kane Jewelers want to rock your world. They're in West Bend, Wisconsin, and whether it's an anniversary ring, an engagement ring, you got the diamond rings, you've got uh, all the different meaningful stuff. You can do uh, gifts for your groomsmen, gifts for the bridesmaids necklaces, earrings, whatever it may be, whatever your heart desires, they have it. It's Kane, K-O-E-H-N, KaneJewelry.com, KaneJewelry.com, located in West Bend, Wisconsin. Again, KaneJewelry.com, that is KaneJewelry.com. And don't forget, on their website at the bottom of the page, Andy, who is the owner out there, Andy Kane, has the Buy Like a Guy podcast, which is really cool, so check it out. Uh, KaneJewelry.com, again, KaneJewelry.com. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Welcome to Palo Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. May I take your order? I'd like nine windows, please. Of course. All our products are custom made just for you. I'm hoping they'll match my home. Of course they can. Have it your way. Excuse me? We're talking about windows, right? Yes, we customize any decor. Our design options are virtually limitless, even more customized than your coffee. So you're like my personal barista for windows and doors. Exactly. And you couldn't have picked a better time because if you customize your order by August 31st, you can bundle and save big. Good deal. That was easy. Thank you. Drive through. Pella's premium wood windows and patio doors feature distinguished craftsmanship and nearly endless possibilities. Bundle and save when you customize your order by August 31st at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Visit PellaWI.com.
Welcome back. Good to have you. Hey, don't forget about our friends at Curly's Waterfront Sports Bar and Grill. Right there on Pewaukee Lake, Lakeview Boulevard, and a big meat raffle this past weekend. They were giving some tickets away to the uh, Brewers uh, Baltimore series, which begins tonight. And they always they're always giving tickets away to something, but they uh, they're terrific sports bar with even better food. And the outside patio is just awesome. The outside deck that overlooks the lake is really, really cool. So uh, I've talked about them a lot. That's Curly's Wa- uh, Waterfront Sports Bar and Grill, Pewaukee Lake, Lakeview Boulevard, home of the Pig Porker Sandwich, which is just a fantastic mass and mess of just mush. And it's, oh, my God, it's so good. Just this pulled pork. And, oh, it's so good. So good. Get out to Curly's Waterfront Sports Bar and Grill and tell Ryan and the staff and everybody we said hello. Good, good stuff. Uh, a little side note today, a little side note today, and we talked about this yesterday about uh, sports teams and such and areas that are, uh, you know, willing to take on a sports team should you not want yours. Uh, the A's reached an agreement a little while ago with Bally's and the gaming and leisure properties to build a potential stadium along the Las Vegas Strip. Now, that happened last month. And they hope to break ground next year, and then they're going to open in time for the 2027 season. Now, um, a plan to help build the stadium for the A's in Las Vegas, a little bit in flux. The lawmakers adjourned their four-month legislative session. Uh, The future of the bill is now a little uncertain after after the legislature did not advance it before the midnight deadline, and as Monday turned into Tuesday. However... They, uh, the lawmakers also failed to pass one of the five major budget bills that included over a billion dollars to fund capital improvement projects that fund state public works and construction, which would also likely be considered for a special session. So they're probably going to package all of those up as Las Vegas does want an MLB team there. Uh, and, you know, I know the economists say, hey, how good it because Las Vegas is transient. You know, people go there, they, they don't usually just, they're not usually born and bred there and grow up there and stay there. It's usually an area that you either go to or you grow up in and you move to other areas. So it's it's somewhat of a transient area. But uh, because it's built on tourism, it's not the same as a lot of the, the hometown institutions, so to speak, such as a place like Milwaukee, uh, if you understand what I'm saying. I mean, even Phoenix. Phoenix was a transient area. I mean, that's a city that was built basically like like Las Vegas, right in the middle of the desert. And then they piped water in to continually to, to expand that city. Now there are a lot of people that still live, grow up, and, and you know remain in the Phoenix area. But they've had some transient teams there, no doubt about it. But Las Vegas does want an MLB team. So even though they say uh, maybe there won't be enough support for it from the hometown, uh, all you got to do is look at the Las Vegas Golden Knights right now. Again, in the uh, Stanley Cup Finals, you look at the Raiders. They love the Raiders out there. They're fanatical about the Raiders. you got to figure that when they finally get a baseball team, and then they're going to get it, uh, when they finally get a baseball team, they're going to be fanatical about that too because they're getting these new Major League Sports franchises and entities for the first time ever out there. So you, you know they're going to be giddy about it. You know that. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. 1670. If you, to, uh, if you want to hit us up, please feel free. Go ahead and do so. Um, the uh, William says, does anybody really doubt that love could be at least as good as, as Jared Goff or Jimmy G? Um, 
Now, now, are you talking golf from last year? Because last year, Jared Goff was pretty damn good. Remember that. Last year, he was pretty good in the grand scheme of things. So, if you're expecting Jordan Love to be that good, Jared Goff was he was one of the top uh, top 10 quarterbacks in the National Football League last year. He was he was ranked number 7 in quarterback rating. He had a QBR of 61.1, which puts him 5th uh, best in the National Football League. Uh, when you look at yardage thrown, Jared Goff was 6th best in the National Football League. If you look at completion percentage, Jared Goff was uh, 19th. He had 65.1%. Geno Smith was 69%. Joe Burrow, 68. Justin Herbert, 68. Matthew Stafford, 68. Jimmy, now, Matthew Stafford only played nine games. Garoppolo was 67%, but didn't have anywhere near the same amount of yardage because they didn't throw the ball nearly as much. He only averaged 221 yards per game, 16 touchdowns and four picks. When you look at the touchdowns, Jared Goff with fifth best in the National Football League. So when you say, do you think he can be at least as good as Jared Goff? Jared Goff had a hell of a year last year. In many categories, he was top five, top seven. I don't think you can expect that. I think you're smoking rope if you think you're you're going to get that. Right? I don't. I, I just. I don't. I don't see that happening. I. What you're hoping for. I think what you're hoping for, in all honesty, and this may sound ridiculous, but you're hoping Jordan Love was Aaron Rodgers from last year. Maybe not with as many picks, but say 26 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, 3,500 yards or more, close to a 65% completion percentage. Average 230 yards per game or better. I think that's what you're hoping for, right? Because if you're hoping for Jared Goff numbers, that's top five, top seven. Are you stupid? For his first year, I mean, it's put it this way. It's great to be optimistic and hope for that. But if there's any kind of level of expectation, I, boy, you, I don't think you, you are completely underselling Jared Goff and the season he had last year. might be a little bit more of disrespecting Jared Goff in the season he had last year. I think you're, what you're hoping for is more of what Rodgers did last year. To be perfectly honest with you. 877-867-1670. that That's <laughs> – think about that for a minute. Think about that for a minute. Um, this is from, uh, this is from James. James says, uh, Hey Bill, uh, I would accept the numbers from Jordan Love of what Aaron Rodgers did last year in a heartbeat. I think because he's only going to do better from there. Correct. Correct. You are correct. I, I would take that now. You know what? If you can say do, um, I don't know. Say, what do you think? Like a, a start like Trevor Lawrence? Trevor Lawrence was like a what a top ten quarterback. 
in his second year. Remember, Trevor Lawrence's first year was terrible. And it really wasn't his fault. It was the whole Urban Meyer distraction thing. But Trevor Lawrence had a, you know, he was top 10 last year. When it came to quarterback rating, he averaged 240-plus yards a game. And he, I mean, when it came to touchdowns and interceptions, he was on the money. 25 touchdowns, 8 picks last year. So if you could do Trevor Lawrence, that's huge. Maybe you expect more like a uh, a better version of Ryan Tannehill. Quarterback rating of 95-ish, 94-ish, somewhere in there. You know, maybe you go 26 to 30 touchdowns, and then you're probably going to take some lumps with it, especially because you've got young receivers and young tight ends. So maybe you're going to go around 12 picks on the season, something like that. I mean, the most – think about this. The most picks thrown last year, the most picks between two quarterbacks, Davis Mills – out of Houston, he had 15. And the other guy that had 15, and oh, by the way, he played three less games than David Mills, Davis Mills, Dak Prescott. Maybe what you hope for is a better quarterback than Dak Prescott, even though Prescott's completion percentage was 66%. 12 games, he threw 23 touchdowns and 15 picks. 15. So you're hoping that Dak Prescott that, that he's better than Dak Prescott at this point. You know? And that's I mean that's saying something because they the Cowboys have spent a ton of money and a lot of uh a lot of hot air promoting how good Dak Prescott really is. I take I take better numbers than Dak Prescott. 877-867-1670-877-867-1670. Hit us up. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Boondocks Barbecue Burgers and Brews, a proud supporter of the motorcycle ride. And uh, at Steel Tank Brewery, when the whole thing comes to an end, their food truck's going to be right there, right there, hanging out with us. Tom Fullery and his staff are going to be doing a great job, and they're going to be part of the uh, post, the the ride festival, if you will, after the motorcycle ride coming up on Sunday, September 3rd. Looking forward to it. That is Boondocks Barbecue Burgers and Brews County Road K in Oconomowoc. Ready! This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. They are doing a bang-up job to uh, get me back on the water, and uh, that's our friends at Skipper Buds. And uh, whether it's Todd, who's the GM over there, who uh, when I finally worked out my deal for uh, the Larson boat that I had purchased from them and the new engine and such, whether it's uh, working with Todd or Ryan uh, in service, Kathy back in service, uh, they do a great job and uh, good people over there. So uh, head into Skipper Buds, whether it's a new boat, used boat, uh, or accessories, for that matter, or servicing, uh, or storage. They can help you out in many different facets. That's Skipper Buds. Pewaukee is the location I go to, 262-544-1200. And uh, where we're at today, I, uh, I can't wait because uh, as you look there on the uh, live stream, 
Uh, I'm going to be back on the water soon. I'm going to be traveling up and down. The, I, I love a night on the Milwaukee River, which is where we're at right now, for those that didn't know. We're at Northern Lights Photo Studio and Event Center. And what you're seeing is the patio, and there's uh, the patio is much bigger than just the picture you see. And they're going to put some music outside and inside, and uh, the, the place that I'm in right now inside is a, a tre- tremendous venue. It really is. And uh, big high ceilings and two stories and bar and great atmosphere and mood lighting and just all kinds of good stuff down here. And there you go. There's a shot of the ceiling. That, that thing you see up in the ceiling, uh, it looks like a, like a basket. It actually is. It, they can lower that thing. It's a chair. And they can hoist your way up there. <laughs> you want to do that. I don't know why you would, but you can. So a lot of cool stuff inside uh, the Northern Lights Photo uh, Studio and Event Center. But they're going to have music down here beginning tomorrow. And if they open up at 430, the bar opens up. There's music on the patio. And if you're walking up and down the river walk and just want to watch the boats go by. And just a little while ago, the Viking, the Viking King went by and blows the horn and the bridges go up. And it's just, you know, it's cool. Just a relaxing way to spend some time so uh, this is where we're at but uh, i'll be up and down the milwaukee river i love a good friday night and you grab a cigar you, f- you jump in the boat and you go up and down the river you stop off over either riverfront pizza or the sail loft or it used to be you go to the ale house the ale house is no more there's rustico which is a tremendous place or you go further up into the uh, cathedral square area and run across the street to calderon club or san giorgio and get something to eat but or go down to Barnacle Buds, another great place to, to trek down to and head down there. Or over to Motor in the back of the Harley-Davidson Museum. So many cool things to see just from the waterfront down here. But, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And thanks to Skipper Buds because they should have my boat done hopefully in the next couple. By the time I get back from lacrosse on Thursday, uh, they should have everything pretty much done. So I'm, I'm anxious. Uh, 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. 1670. Now, this is getting a little bit on the crazy side. Um, William says, hits me up on Twitter, not only have I not lowered my expectations, they are higher than last year. Why? Because Jordan adds a whole new dimension to the offense. Read option, baby. You feel they're going to be even better. This one is from Sage, who says the Packers will be better. They don't have to worry about the ego of Aaron Rodgers, and Jordan Love will run the plays the way they are called. So Sage and William both have these high expectations of the Green Bay Packers, which I and personally I think you're setting yourself up for failure, but or at least for disappointment, but I hope you are correct. But, the, you know, it's kind of like when people kept saying, ah, you don't need Devontae Adams, you're fine. Have you ever seen the Packers record without Devontae? They're 7-0. They're 7-0. Are you kidding me? They don't need him at all. Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. <laughs> and they proved it. You needed another guy uh, other than just a Christian Watson or Alan Lazard or Randall Cobby coaching him up to be the guy. And uh, they weren't okay without Devontae. It was a learning process. Now, whether the quarterback completely committed to that learning process, eh, it's another, it's another tale for another day. But you, you know what I mean. So, eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. You want to find us? Uh, go ahead. Bucky says uh, the Packers are going to be a five-win team, 
and somebody will be losing their job, whether it's Joe Barry or Matt LaFleur, book it. Bucky to the opposite end of the spectrum, looking at the negative side of things. The Arsenal says, I believe the Packers are going to be just fine. Just give it a couple of years. They're going to be right back in the thick of things, and they will be the Green Bay Packers again. This year is going to be a learning year. Some of the veterans aren't going to like it, but you're going to have to understand it. Uh, you You are probably closer to reality than most want to believe. 877-867-1670. Um, Jesse says, do you think that uh, Matt LaFleur is going to get Rogers list recognition this year? Um, it depends on what you mean. If you're talking about how the offense is going to be good or it's going to flow and it's going to look more like the Matt LaFleur offense and he's going to get praise for it. Or if you're talking about, you know, he was never a good head coach, never a good play caller, and Aaron Rodgers was covering up all the problems. I'm not quite kind of, I'm not quite sure what direction you're taking that, but uh, I'll start with the former first. Uh, if the offense flows – and Jordan Love progresses. And, again, Jordan Love does not have to be top five. But if Jordan Love just gets better, you know, if he looks – let's just say Jordan Love looks very similar to what we saw in the game against Philadelphia, okay, which is what a lot of people are basing their optimism on. Let's be honest. If the offense looks good, there is some new wrinkles, a few riding to side, some RPOs, things like that, yeah. I think Matt LaFleur would, is going to get a lot of uh, recognition for creativity, um, working with the product that he has, keeping the offense within the personnel, the utilization, and putting Jordan Love in position to be successful. Because basically if you're going to do a lot of RPOs and you're going to roll them out and you're going to run them a little bit, chances are you're going to do that by design and you're going to do that to where you're going to cut down the field. You're going to kind of cut the field in half. And you're going to, instead of making him read the entire thing, what you're going to do is you're going to put him in position to be successful by cutting the field in half and giving him the opportunity to just decipher half of the field, not the entire situation, as opposed to putting him back in the pocket, looking left, looking right, trying to observe his, his first read, second read, third read, back to the first read, that type of thing. So, yeah, you'll it, it, Matt LaFleur, it, for all intents and purposes, um, will be – or will get recognition for putting Jordan Love in the best position to be successful. Absolutely. So, it, it, you know what? It, people look at Matt LaFleur and they say, okay, look, you've had a lot of success and a lot of wins because of Aaron Rodgers. Or they're going to say, well, you came in after Mike McCarthy. You got on the same page. Even though Aaron Rodgers was mad at everybody else, he wasn't totally mad at you. You were more innovative. You were more creative. You were able to kind of wrap your arms around him and build that friendship, and you won a lot of games because of it. He's not received the, the the recognition that maybe he deserves because of Aaron Rodgers, because it's just expected. You're just the next placeholder. Rodgers was going to get you there, and you're just the next placeholder, you know? But now, as, as many seem to believe, he's got the opportunity here to really kind of uh, – you know, put his stamp on things to really apply his offense, you know? So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, JJ says the NFL is showing no love for Jordan Love, no opening home games until week three. Yeah, but they're giving him 
the, the first game of his career is to go into a place where Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre have had so much success, and they're doing it on the opening weekend against their arch rival, the Chicago Bears. And it's a regional game. It's a 320-325 game. So, yeah, they're giving him a little bit of love. They're giving him a little bit of love, you know? So it's it's the, the, the rivalry goes on. Two young quarterbacks, yes, they are giving them love and respect or whatever other terminology you want to throw out there. Yes, they are. Uh, Tom says, did Joe Barry lose his team's respect last year as a coach? Sure seemed like it. Um, I think early on there was some there was some questioning. There was some rumbling going on, yeah. Uh, I don't want to say he lost it, but was he losing it? Was the, was their players questioning him? Yes, absolutely, both on and off the record. Like, what are we doing? Why are we doing this? We've got some really good quality players who are, you know, specifically you look at a guy like Jair who's getting paid a lot of money to be a press man guy, and they're putting him back in zone, and they're only he's only covering part of the field. He's not even going up against the best wide receivers. What are you doing, and why are you doing it? Not bringing a lot of pressure, not dialing things up, not trusting his guy. Yeah, I think there was uh, some people on the defense that were questioning Joe Barry. I think at the end of the year, they were kind of starting to feel it. You know, eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy eight seven seven eight six seven. 1670. Hey, our friends at Kemp's, they are hiring right now. And if you're looking for a great career in a, in a company that's been established for a long time, right in Cedarburg, Wisconsin, that is our friends at Kemp's, K-E-M-P-S, Kemp's.com. Go to Kemp's.com. They're looking for CDL drivers. They're looking for production operators. They're looking for uh, technicians and service people as well for the production lines. And the best part about it is, is they're starting people with $23 an hour plus, 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 plus. And bonuses, retention bonuses, sign-on bonuses, all that kind of good stuff. And they're doing it right now. And if you're looking for a career or maybe a new career, whether it's a cooler and distribution team, production line, uh, class A CDL driver, whatever it happens, maintenance technicians, cooler employees, as I had mentioned, they're looking for you right now. Go to Kemp's, K-E-M-P-S, Kemp's.com. Kemp's.com, and at the bottom of the page, you're going to see the term careers. You just click on it. Then you go in there and fill out all the information, and they're interviewing right now for good people. K-E-M-P-S, Kemp's.com. That's Kemp's.com, and uh, they want you to kind of get in there get in there right now. Uh, again, apply, apply at Kemp's, a uh, stable, growing, local employer. Uh, take a lot of pride in not only the product that they're producing, but also the people and the team that makes it all happen. And that's our friends at Kemp's, K-E-M-P-S, Kemp's.com. Click on careers at the bottom of the page, fill out the information, and you are good to go. That is Kemp's. More of the Bill Michael Show. We wrap it up down here next. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Get up. Get out. Get over here. Go. It's the Grand Slam Giveaway at Pottawatomie. This June, play with your club card and you'll have four chances to hit big and slide into home with a share of the show-stopping $400,000 in cash and prizes. 50 winners each Thursday. Step up and knock your luck out of the park. Only at Pottawatomie Casino Hotel. 
More info at PaysBig.com slash Grand Slam. Must be 21 years old and a club member to play. Welcome back. Good to have you. A few minutes before we get out of here. Brewers back at home tonight and opening up a uh, three-game series with the Baltimore Orioles tonight. You got Freddie Peralta on the hill against Gibson tonight, and Peralta five and five, four sixty-two ERA. Uh, Gibson's been throwing the ball extremely well, seven and three, three eighty-nine ERA. Brewers a sixteen and twelve at home. That is a 6:40 first pitch tonight down at Great American Ballpark, and the Brewers uh, looking to get back to their winning ways. Don't forget uh, Pittsburgh now the top dog in the National League Central by a half game. They uh, have game two against the A's tonight, and uh, Keller is on the hill at 7-1. and one. Keller's had a hell of a year. 7-1 and one for Pittsburgh with a 3.25 ERA, and uh, they, uh, the Pirates now, I, I guess you got to look at the Pirates and you got to say, are they for real? Are the Pirates for real for what they're doing and uh, hanging around the top spot of the National League Central? The Pirates uh, are right there. Cincinnati is – not really much of a threat, in my opinion, to be honest with you. So I don't really consider the Reds a threat. The Cardinals, I, they're an enigma, man. They got Libertor on the hill today, and they're taking on the Texas Rangers. Uh, the Rangers, 19 games over 500. Hopefully the Cardinals just continue to lose. Uh, but uh, tonight the Cardinals, uh, who are 25-36, and 36, they play a 7.05 start time uh, down against the Rangers tonight. And the Cubs, who are just toiling away in anonymity, they are out on the West Coast taking on the Angels. Uh, tonight, Angels a game over 500. Two of the Cubs uh, on the uh, Wisniewski throws tonight for the Cubs. Anderson for the uh, for the Angels. But uh, Brewers tonight, 6:40 start time at American Family Field, and the Brewers. Uh, you'd like to see the Brewers continue to kind of put some W's up and maybe catch the Pirates, get past the Pirates. Although the Pirates look, they're playing an o- Oakland A's team that's only got 12 wins in the season. Oakland stinks. I mean, they're terrible at PNC Park. So uh, hopefully the Brewers can get a win tonight and at least keep pace with the Pirates, who you just expect to get a win uh, at this point because the A's seemingly have just given up on the season. They're just That's just a bad baseball team. I mean, a really bad baseball team, to say the very least. Uh, 877-867-1670 if you want to find us uh, before we get out of here. A couple of minutes to go before we uh, take off. Um, this one is from Amanda, who says, uh, hey, Bill, why all the hatred towards Jordan Love? We haven't even given him a chance yet. It's Amanda, it's not hatred. It's not hatred. I'm giving you an honest opinion. I just I, – I wasn't a fan of his. He didn't do anything really dynamic. Uh, his junior – or his year a couple of years ago he did. Last year, the year – well, the, the, the year before he got drafted, he did. The year he got drafted – it wasn't a good year for him. It wasn't a high statistic year. It wasn't a great – he had quite a few picks. But part of the problem was he lost some of his receivers and everybody wants to blame it on Gary Anderson. But even the picks or even the uh, throws that I saw on his highlight reel, they weren't necessarily contested balls. He was hitting wide open receivers. So what I've seen out of him since then, he has developed. He has gotten better. He has become a better quarterback. Absolutely. No doubt about that. But is he a an NFL – Green Bay Packer worthy quarterback, you know that I don't know, right? That I don't know. So I, I, it's not hatred. It's I just wasn't a fan. 
I didn't think he was worthy of a first round. I thought the timing of the pick was bad. I mean, there was a lot of negatives that went along with that. Now you wait and see. But hatred, no. I, Jordan Love's got a great story. He's a nice guy, uh, good talker. I mean, he loves to, you know, chit-chat with the media and our guy, Mike Clemens, and, you know, don't hate him. I just was ne- – I, I don't expect him to be a Hall of Famer. I don't expect him to be great by any stretch. But there's, it's not hatred. I'm just Maybe it's just you're mixing up honesty to hate, hatred, you know? Uh, 877-867-1670. Um, let's see here. Uh, yeah, Jason said there's a bowl game of Jordan Love in 2018 in the Senior Bowl. Uh, those tapes have basically been hidden somewhere. I guess. <laughs> I guess. Uh, hey, by the way, thanks to our friends at Northern Lights uh, Photo Studio and Event Center. Uh, tremendous place, beautiful place, outside and in. Tomorrow, uh, they open up their doors at 4.30. The music gets underway at 6. They're open to about 10.30. If you're going to be walking up and down the river walk, whether it's coming by with your dog or you live in the area, it's right here on Seaboth Street in Milwaukee, right on the river. You can sit here and watch the boats go by, the bridges go up and down, people enjoying their day. It's just an awesome place. And if you're looking for an event, uh, about 100 people or less, uh, whether it's a wedding reception, a bachelor party, bachelorette party, business meeting, just a night to kind of get together with friends, upstairs, downstairs, go on to the balcony, smoke a few cigars, whatever it happens to be. Man, what a tremendous place. And thanks to, thanks to Bob and the staff here who have treated us so incredibly well. Thanks to them for coming on board and being a part of the program and uh, being a big supporter of our motorcycle ride coming up on Sunday, September 3rd. So that's going to do it. That's going to do it. I'm heading down to Cortez's in Kenosha. Cigar dinner tonight. And then tomorrow, I will be talking to you live from the studios at WKTY in La Crosse. Until then, time for us to go. Have a go. Hoop. <laughs>